0: Hello and welcome. I don't know about you but I love to talk and talk I must with everybody, anybody, anywhere. Have you really stopped to talk? And I mean really talk with your family and friends. Do you know what their dreams are? Do you know what they are up to these days? Well, I am chatting with my friends and people from all walks of life to discover what makes them tick. Join me as I uncover some truths and some stories. I'm Heera and you're listening to cross with Heera Mehta. I'm talking to Neelam Kumar today. She's a living proof that adversities can take us to new heights. Uh, she's a corporate trainer, a life skills coach, a communications professional and an author. I'm waiting for Neelam to join me to have a wonderful conversation with a very dear friend. I truly admire her spirit. I admire her for everything that she has done until date and uh, her beautiful smile. <laughs> Hi, Neela.
1: Hi, Hira.
0: You've have been, you been... Saying, I've
1: been very good and uh, you've been saying nice things about me.
0: <laughs> but they are facts, fact, no? They are a fact. And you know, <laughs> I've known you for so many years and uh, you know, we may not have met, uh, of course you know with this kind of a situation that we are all in we haven't met for quite some time but we have met pretty often before that and we've been in touch I mean we've been talking over the whatsapp for like forever I think you know so yeah so you know you you are one person that is 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 absolutely admirable when it comes to you know facing adversities you know and that everybody knows so I'm not going to go there I'm going to start with talking with uh, you know asking you to speak about the different facets of your personality like a co- you're a corporate trainer you're a life a life skills coach you're a communications professional and of course you're a esteemed author so I want to talk about those other aspects that people really have not heard about you you know as a person so start with uh, you know a little bit about your uh, how your journey started and what what made you go into all these different facets of, uh, of yours? So,
1: uh, Hira, before I start, I would like to first thank you very much for inviting me. And uh, I must tell you that uh, I'm a huge fan of yours. Huh? Hira means a gem and you have proved it time and again uh, when I was, uh, you know, to talk of the most recent during the pandemic, I had no clue how to do my visuals um, on Instagram and on Facebook. And you went out of your way with no ulterior motives to help me out. So I, I owe so much to you. And I always say, if there is generosity of spirit, it is Hira so i'm very privileged to be speak and your bravery you had your knee surgery and you started walking and you know you've uh, gone back to uh, real life so well you've jumped back into life so talk of adversity fighting i think you are an icon not me no
0: no no definitely not neelam definitely not and it is my complete privilege to help you because you know when somebody approaches me and asks me for help i i just dive into it you know me i'm not that I kind of a person who will say if i can do something i will definitely help if i can't do i'll put you on to somebody else because that's what we should be doing you know and it's nothing great that i've done for yeah. you i just enjoyed doing it you know for you. i wish
1: everyone was like you but um here coming back to your question about all those uh, um labels that you have given me. Uh, First of all, let me tell you that uh, I have always believed I am a multi-dimensional woman. I have many, many people, not only women, many people living inside me. And however schizophrenic that sounds, they all jostle for attention and for expression. Therefore, uh, if you were to ask me which one is most important, I would say in the order of their appearance in my life. The first would be an author. I started very early in life. Uh, author would be number one. Uh, after that, it would be communication professional. And I will explain about that, communication for professional. And uh, only other, uh, after that, it would be Uh, life skills coach and uh, actually uh, you know uh, my uh, communications professional and corporate trainer both came at the same time and uh, life coaching came 16 years back so you know I am a very very ancient woman therefore I've done it all seen it all lived through it all Um, I would like to tell you something about uh, my uh, author journey because uh, how it started, it started when I was barely 19. So uh, it started when my um, class teacher uh, wrote my destiny in Reading that I would never be able to learn the English language because, you know, I was educated in a non-English speaking country. And that became my challenge in life. And um, I think, uh, you know, if I look back, I've written 10 bestsellers and all in English. So that's my author journey. Uh, I told my father, I want to become uh, an author. And he said, so you better get your bread and butter from somewhere else. And this can be your jam. So I joined India's largest steel company Uh, And uh, I became a uh, a communications professional. And soon, of course, I rose to head the organization, my communications uh, department, uh, looking after the entire Western region. So that was uh, very fulfilling for me. But at the same time, when I was interviewing people, youngsters to come into communications, I realized they had no training i realized that they had studied uh, academics but they did not know how to um, uh, you know um, talk about themselves or sell themselves as it is called so i decided to uh, to take to teach whatever i had learned from my own experience and i uh, started being invited to all Uh, the top corporates, because I was in the communications department, that's how I became a corporate. Uh, You name the corporate and I've, uh, you know, done my modules there. That was also very fulfilling, because I really like life transforming things. And um, how did my life skills happen? So, uh, one label you have left out, Hira, is that of a journalist. I got uh, uh, a scholarship uh, from Rotary Foundation, Illinois, to study anywhere in the world, study my master's in journalism anywhere in the world. I chose America and I became a journalist there after topping uh, with a GPA of four, 4.00. I, uh, I got a very big job in America as a journalist. And uh, around that time, I saw there was so much of misconception about India that it's a land of snake charmers and everything. So everywhere I went, I was talking about uh, my country. I was talking about uh, uh, the women there because everyone started saying, how did you escape a dowry death? You know, how did you not die? So I decided to take training in life coaching. And I uh, joined this university where I did a family course on therapy course on being how to be a life skills coach. Coming back to India, I did not practice journalism because I was uh, trained in investigative journalism. And, and, uh, you know, around that time, uh, my husband passed away. So I was alone, a young woman of 35 with a, a young daughter, I did not, want to take any risks of going into investing. I was a coward for the sake of the family so I became, I chose uh, the easier way out which was PR. So I became a PR professional for 30 years and uh, that's when I uh, you know also simultaneously became a life skills coach. In fact I left my corporate uh, uh, plush job because I felt very drawn to doing something meaningful in life. And uh, I joined um, uh, the school, um, RN Podar School, which has the best atmosphere. But I found that the youngsters are absolutely confused about life issues. Therefore, I... Um, in, um, uh, you know, uh, along with Avnita Beer, who is a visionary principal, uh, I devised the um, life skills curriculum, which deals with every aspect that a youngster should know. And over the years, this life skills has become such a huge success for youngsters. And of course, I do private coaching. I do I do private sessions as a Life skills coach. Uh, And it's absolutely scary the way people, the kind of emotions uh, adults are going through during the pandemic. And I'm so happy, so happy that I'm able to do my life skills sessions with them and bring them some hope and order in their lives. That's my journey. Hira.
0: Neelam that's fascinating and the one aspect that I didn't know about you was the journalism thing of course I I think I've just it just slipped my mind it's not that I didn't know about it it just slipped my mind and you said coward and Neelam Kumar is no coward considering you know I, I would love to say That you took, uh, you know, at that time you may may feel that, you know, you took the coward's way out of, you know, that situation because you wanted to look after your family. But you're no coward because you, I think it was a well-thought decision because you needed to do it. Had you not done that, you would not be what you are today, you know, so. I think you're a fascinating uh, uh, person. So just let's leave that word out of our talk. And because, you know, uh, you've written the beautiful, the most wonderful book called To Cancer With Love. Who does that? And especially having faced it yourself and creating it into a happy book, you know, and not something that people will flip, to, flip through to see what, what you know, is, uh, is wrong with me. In fact, they will say, oh, this is right with me. Oh, this is going to work out. This is how it could be. And, and the laughter that you bring in the book, the smile that you bring is, is definitely definitely something that really speaks so good and so beautiful about what you have actually experienced and written about. So I want to know what made you think of writing it in that, uh, that way. What a wonderful,
1: uh, you know, comment you have given. And uh, you have inca- uh, incapacitated it in such a beautiful way. But let me tell you, uh, cancer, when cancer struck me, it was dark. The first time and the second time when it struck me, I knew that the universe was trying to tell me something. What was the message? I've always believed in doing meaningful things, therefore I try to understand what is required of me. So being a writer, I'm also um, an avid reader. So I read all the classics on cancer. I saw the movie, Anand, he dies. I read Grit and Grace, she dies. I read last lecture, he dies. I read uh, uh, Tuesdays with Maury, he dies. I said, Hira, I have no plans of dying. You know, because I have to do something uh, meaningful before I leave this this stage of the world. Therefore, on the chemotherapy table itself, I became my own cheerleader. I saw that there was so much of grimness around the word cancer. People think it's a death sentence. It's not. And uh, therefore, I wrote to Cancer with Love, My Journey of Joy, by Neelam Kumar and it was picked up by Hay House and to my uh, delight and sheer shock it was uh, it zoomed up to become a bestseller giving hope to millions of people around the world and um, uh, also uh, it became India's first joyous book on cancer and I have some good news now because this month itself a second reprint with a Different cover is being released by Hay House because it has helped so many people. Uh, And it's not only about cancer, Hira. It is about fighting adversity. So the story is of, you know, a a girl who is scared, but her, she meets Carol. Now, who is Carol is the mystery. And Carol is the one who becomes the protagonist of the story. And it's a delightful story because uh, it has an interactive session uh, section at the back how to, how to uh, you know, deal with uh, adversities in your life. And that has become very popular around the world. Um, happy to say, Hira, that this book caught the attention of Mr. Amitabh Bachchan and Mr. Ratan Tata and they funded its... Uh, graphic novel version the comic book version so to cancer with love a graphic novel is also very popular and um, you know when I go up and uh, uh, you know I they ask me what did you do what what is the one good thing you did and I will say I brought hope to people so I think that has been something and you know how that hope came you know that in the first, uh, with the first cancer, I was in the why me stage. But in the second cancer, I was a pro. I had already met the Buddhist philosophy, which says that when you chant Namya Ho nothing remains impossible. And I tested it and I came yes. out from the jaws of death. So uh, a lifelong practitioner, believer.
0: Yeah, that I know, that I know, and that's another facet of your life, which is uh, very beautiful, you know, because uh, even my daughter is into the same doctrine yes. and practice and she does that and uh, yes it, it does dearly help to uh, you know to uh, put your thoughts together and to be able to fight all the adversity and you know you just not fought the adversity you know nilam you have even uh, got together 13 people who have fought adversity and put them all into a book you've called i'm invincible now you know you are taking it a step forward a step forward so don't say that this is the last step of uh, your writing uh, hope, you know, you have given another book, which is so hopeful, which is talking about 13 beautiful people who have, you know, who've been able to face their own adversities and their different uh, types of adversities you know mm-hmm. and so uh how did that thought come to you and i know that you did a lovely uh, little uh, a series around it also on your facebook on your instagram page on your social media pages where you interviewed them you spoke to them and you know when a person speaks about it half the pain or half the uh, you know whatever are the thoughts they begin to fall into place and you begin to feel more comfortable with uh, with whatever you faced or whatever you're going to face is what I believe. So Absolutely. tell me about these. Uh, just tell me about how this thought about uh, this book came around. And how so did you choose these 13 people? I want to know. I'm more curious to know how did you get in touch <laughs> with these 13 people? You know? So uh, Hira, uh, actually,
1: uh, you know, when I had not met life in its real sense, in its raw sense, I used to write romance. And uh, when real life hit me, I changed from from fiction to nonfiction because I wanted to make a difference to people's lives. So that's how my cancer books came out. And then the pandemic nudged at me. The pandemic told me that uh, when I saw so much of hopelessness around pandemic, um, uh, the first, uh, first wave I mean, there was so much of hopelessness, so much of despair, so much of gloom that uh, people were absolutely, you know, uh, uh, frightened of what's going to happen to them and to their dear ones. As an author, I saw it my duty to bring hope into the, uh, you know, grimness of the situation. So I uh, had, you know, I'm always a work in progress in my head. So I contacted people from all over the world, from USA, New Zealand, India, all across South, North, East, West. And I selected 13 of the most incredible stories. People who have fought adversities like gang rape. And bounced back to become stronger than before. Um, Then there's Jan Jaswal, who uh, has had a heart, a kidney transplant after 10 heart attacks. And he lives so joyously uh, traveling solo around the world. Uh, Also, you know, autoimmune survivors, a, a mother who lost her... Um, she's from the U.S., California. She lost her young son. Uh, and she, uh, again, uh, she's a Buddhist. She turned that into a huge wave of compassion for the world. And, um, you know, she is a grief counselor. And she came online to talk to people about how to handle your grief at this point. So, I, you know, those... Uh, 13 people are so precious because uh, they have really opened up about their adversity and uh, how they, it's not only a, it's not a sob story at all it these are stories of hope because people who have faced these have all bounced back to build more beautiful lives now than they had earlier and that's the purpose of this book because when people saw that when they read that they said oh my god if they can do it so can i and my um you know mission was fulfilled yeah absolutely i believe hope is a decision but it is the most important decision and that is what i wanted to impart
0: on my youtube
1: channel yeah yeah on my youtube channel which is called Invincible Talks by Neelam Kumar. All these uh, are uploaded so that people can uh, you know, revisit them and get inspired. Because at the time when I needed inspiration, I needed motivation. I had nobody. I had only people who talked, I said, hello, I'm not going to die. So, Uh, This was a new thing that I was talking about, you know, but uh, when I I put it in the book, people believed it when people saw those same real uh, life heroes coming up on camera and talking about it, people became totally inspired.
0: No, that's that's true because you know when you write a book and if somebody's reading, there is always that uh, that thought that okay, it's a book, you know, it could be you know fiction, it could have been you know, and but you took it to another level by interviewing each one of them, and I'm so happy that you know you allowed me to make those to help you with those little write-ups and things like that. You, are because, you know, I, No, no, I I really, to be very honest, it made me, it inspired me. With each little thing that you shared with me on, uh, and allowing me to be, you know, to just, uh, you know, to just see those pictures, to see those people, to connect to those interviews. I mean, it it is definitely very, very inspiring. And so, yes, I will tell everybody who's listening: please go ahead and listen to those beautiful stories. Because I'm a, uh, I won't use the word coward now here, but you know, I am a scaredy cat when it comes to any kind of illness is something I cannot take, you know, for myself or for another. I try to shroud it, you know, and put it away under the carpet. For me, it's always positivity, hope, positivity, hope, positivity, hope in whatever I, uh, you know, I face or do. So, you know, your stories are all positivity and hope. And that's what I loved about it. You know, so I thank you for that beautiful book also again. Now, if I were to ask you, uh, if you, you know, because today, uh authors a budding authors what do you think are the challenges that they face when they when they have to write a book in today's scenarios because I know years ago there were very few authors today everybody is jumping onto the bandwagon everybody is writing a book everybody is self-publishing it everybody is uh, writing so uh what would you say to somebody who wants to become an author what would be your few words of wisdom to them
1: Difficult to put it in few words because this is something I'm very passionate about. But, uh, uh, you know, the first thing is, congratulations, dear budding authors that you want to write. Um, but the first point is, you know, uh, you, we must um, examine honestly what is our reason for writing. As you said, are we just joining the bandwagon? Do we just want to the label of author or do we really have a life impacting, life changing something to say to the world? Because there are books and books and books and books. Therefore, the first thing is the muse will sit on you only if your intent is pure. What is your intent? That is the first thing you have to say. The second thing is, again, not jumping onto the bandwagon of imitating the voice of your favorite author. That caravan has passed. You have to develop your own unique voice and your own unique niche. Because, I mean, the only reason with all humility, I tell you, the only reason my books are bestsellers is Because they are unique. Nobody had written joyous books on cancer before. Nobody has been writing uh, hope-filled books as uh, much as I have. So that's the niche that I have created. Find your niche and I'm sure you'll be successful in that. Two things. Uh, The third is, you know, when we write our first book, we feel, oh my God, I felt that too this is it. The earth is going to shake. I'm going to become a great writer. But please remember, writing is a very lonely journey. And do not jump into it without getting trained. There are very few inspired writers who can write without getting trained in the science and art of writing. I mean, the books that I wrote before, Mr. Kushwan Singh uh, trained me for five full years in how to write a bestseller. They were they were silly. My books before were they were quite silly. But then when I and he would tear my, uh, you know, pages and he would throw it out. I was hurt at that time, but I was learning the secrets of writing bestsellers. So Get trained. I mean, uh, there are many, um, uh, you know, online schools. I mean, I also run Creative Juices. Uh, If not me, do get trained. But it is an investment that you must make because we have the best opinions of ourselves. But we have to see what is marketable. Therefore, the trainer will tell you whether this idea is marketable or not. That's number three. Uh, number four, I would say, is the biggest challenge. After you have written, you have to reread, rewrite, edit, market. Now, that is it. Nowadays, <coughs> the author has to market the book. and That is the biggest stumbling block. Because, you know, you may have written a fantastic book. But unless it is marketed, unless people see it, it will not work and you will feel depressed. Therefore, never self-publish, never, ever self-publish because we don't know the tricks of marketing. And I would actually suggest the route that I have taken. And that is something I want to share. The route that I took is I went through a literary agent And uh, the literary agent who is brilliant, he knows about 2000 publishers. So he has this vision of who this book will be accepted by. If we do it ourselves, we don't know. We just keep sending it here and there and it never works. And you get a good price for it also if you go through, uh, you know, this route. So always, always market traditionally. I know there are many success stories. Mine, mine is not of people who self-publish. Uh, the last I would like to say, the last tip I would say to budding authors is, congratulations, dear budding authors. You don't know how lucky you are. You, at this point in uh, life, you have Google to help you. You have publishers, so many publishers ready to publish. In my time, and I like to call myself one of the pioneers in English writing in India, because I started writing way back in the late 70s and early 80s. Uh, whenever I wrote a name like Cindy, they would say, Aray, yes, sarita nahi hona chahiye. You know, uh, they were so used to uh, Rohan, Rohanko, uh, uh, you know, Randy and, you know, they have uh, readers were not used to Indian names or Indian situations because we've all been brought up on Mills and Boone, Enid Blyton, Indian writing to tiny in English. So, but, you know, we kept plodding, 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 taking the brick bats, creating the path. And I I must tell you that uh, I have bruised my knees. I have skinned my elbows trying to be where I am. It's not been easy, you know, reaching wherever I am. But having reached here, the good news is we people like me have paved the road. And now it is we have carved the road. And now, dear budding authors, it is up to you to pave it with gold.
0: So beautifully said, Dilav. You know, and because of this little uh, conversation that we have been having over the last—I don't know how many months or uh, you know what—you have put me on the right path. And you're right. The next book that I have—I have already got written. You wow. told me, don't you dare self-publish it. And I said, you know, yes, Neelam, I will not self-publish it. So, yes, I have looked out for literary agents and, uh, you know, or somebody help to help. You. Me. I will you. I know you. that. I know okay. that. I know that absolutely you will help me. And so my book is ready. And I even told you, you have to write the forward wow. to my book. So, oh. so, 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 yes. So, yes, I agree with you that, you know, uh, it's not a good idea to self-publish. Unless you are self-indulgent, I was self-indulgent. It was purely because of passion, not because I was, you know, uh, maybe like you, for you, uh, it meant, uh, you know, I don't know how to word it, but you understand what I'm saying. Basically, for me, it was just something I wanted to write and to, you know, let my creative juices flow. So okay. I did that. But but I made the mistake of not, you know, waiting or pushing it out to the right people or being too... Um, maybe thinking a little less of myself maybe at that time that, you know, I was not too great in my writing and that nobody would want to pick up my book, you know. So maybe that kept me on the self-publishing path. But now I feel a little more confident. So yes, I'm going to take all those tips that you've just said. And I hope that anybody and everybody who's listening understands exactly how this...
1: Hira, I don't know why you think less of yourself. I have read your book, 60 Young what's the name 60 young and young and 60. young and 60 and i thoroughly enjoyed it Hira. but it did not deserve self-publishing you know yeah, it deserved yeah. to go the traditional route so that people would read it and the same thing i won't take the name of the um the big big name in writing she has written uh on this line i hope you uh, you've read that book and hers is a big hit. Because it has been marketed well. It has been published traditionally. So, unless you have a whole bandwagon of people who can go and spread the book everywhere, we don't have all over India and all over the world. We, we don't. We know we are just writers. We are not marketers. We don't know the tricks. So, my advice definitely is not to self publish, but publishing is a difficult task not many publishers accept rookie um, you know uh, writers because naturally if they go with big writers because they also want to make money that's the biggest challenge i have seen that if you go through a trusted literary agent like mine uh, you know it will definitely be placed it will definitely be placed with with the right publisher. So I always say this, do not get offended, budding authors, if you have to write and rewrite and revise and cut and, you know, do all kinds of things. Because ultimately, the finished product matters. It has to be marketable. It has to be publishable. And writing is like going to a gym. You don't develop your muscles right on the first day. You have to work for it. So please work hard and develop your writing muscles. I mean, uh, all of us still are. One never knows. One can't just sit and say, I'm sure the biggest writers also can't sit and say, I've arrived. I mean, I certainly have not. You know, so it's it's a constant pursuit of excellence where you can break through the frontiers of human thinking and tell yourself, oh, my God, this is something that I can be proud of. Because the biggest challenge and uh, this I have to say, I'm sorry if I'm taking time, but no, no, leather, the mistake they make is they speak in their voice. It has to be you know, the reader's voice has to fuse with the writer's voice so that the writer becomes invisible. And when the reader is reading it, the reader can say, this could have been my story. I could have written this. Then that book is successful. If you are writing like yourself, the book will not be a success. True. The voice True. voice has to be unique. But it has to be in the background so that the reader can think about it and say, oh, my God, I could have written this. This is something that I could have done. I could have written. So that is the biggest, biggest challenge. And I'm sure you can do it. Do not give up. Just continue writing. Perseverance, dear budding authors, is the key. Another thing money is not don't write for money Write yes. to make most a difference important. to the world most important make a right to bring uh, to make a difference to the world and your writing muscles keep developing them
0: lovely lovely i loved it i loved it neelam thank you so much so it's got me thinking now that all the, all the other three books that i wrote i should just revamp them and send them out into Absolutely. the world again Absolutely, But I, Absolutely. I don't know whether it can be done or whether it should be done or is it allowed to be done is what I wonder sometimes. You know, uh,
1: you know, Hira, the worst devil we have is that voice in our head, the biggest yeah. critic, the biggest critic. So uh, let us silence that critic and give it our best shot because when we aim at the best, I mean, I think you have only said once, if you aim at the... Moon, you will definitely fall at the, near the stars or the trees, you know. So just aim at excellence. And yes, use the head, that's the knowledge, heart, with that is the emotions. Fuse both. So it's a challenge. The heart and the, ha- uh, the head, when they are fused, only the best comes.
0: Absolutely. What a fascinating conversation, Neelam. So much learned. Of course, I've had these conversations with you uh, on a personal level. But what you've spoken today is something, I think, If it's just, it's just marvelous what you've shared, you know. But before I say thank you to you, I just want to know, what is the little girl inside you saying today?
1: My little girl is very happy today because she gets happy when I do something meaningful. And uh, you know, Hira, you have not asked me the -the run-of-the-mill boring questions. So I get so, I mean, which is not to say that, you know, I disrespect people who say that, but I get so bored, you know, of answering the same questions over and over again. So there's so much of innovativeness and fun and sincerity in your questions which makes me, my little girl, smile and jump and say, let's remain invincible.
0: Absolutely, Neelam. Absolutely, Neelam. Thank you so much. I'm so glad we spoke and I'm glad that you agreed to have this conversation with me. Last but not the least, Neelam, where can they contact you? You can contact me on at LifeCoachNeelam
1: if you want uh, a life coaching session. And if you want to learn more about writing, there is the Creative My Creative Juices workshop. It's called uh, Five Easy Steps to Writing Your Best Seller. So, in five easy steps, uh, one learns how to write. So, create your own group because it's not an individual um, pursuit. Create your own group. Contact me, I'll be very happy to take you forward and Hira, I must thank you for this warm head and heart interview and wish you the very best in life remain as magical as you are
0: and uh, and of course I'll be always uh, you know harassing you for all the inputs and the information and the knowledge that I need so you're not going to be able to escape any of that. Absolutely. So uh, thank you. Thank you so much, Neelam. Thank you. This was lovely. Thank you so much. So uh, just once, can you please just repeat, uh, just repeat for our uh, listeners uh, where they can connect to you?
1: Okay. So my uh, email is corporate.lounge at gmail.com. That's C-O-R-P-O-R-A-T-E dot L-O-U-N-G-E at com. Uh, And my Instagram handle is at lifecoachneelam. So you can uh, contact me there or my email. Of course, there is, um, you know, my website, which is www.neelamkumar.in. But but these are more, uh, you know, where I I visit more often. And I'm on Facebook. And and of
0: course, your YouTube channel.
1: My YouTube channel. Please subscribe to it. And uh, yes, I will be taking it forward as soon as I can. With Hira's help.
0: <laughs> She's the there digital we queen. I'm looking, for digital yeah, yeah, I'm looking queen. forward to it. <laughs> if you've enjoyed listening to this episode, how about joining me to tell your story? Join me. Write to me. Connect on Hira One 13com at gmail.com and we shall talk and until next time Namaste